Yeah, so I don't know, like what, uh, wow, what's happening this week is I just like have this new like bubbling up of all this stuff. Like, I don't know, I keep thinking like as soon as I get through something, I'm like, that's it, I'm good, I'm like going up, but like I need to start conceptualizing this year as being like up and down, up and down, up and down. Yeah, so I just, I had all this bubbling up of feelings about um, Nicole and like our breakup and all this stuff about feeling like guilty for not trying harder and doing all this stuff. So, and for a long time I've been thinking like I gotta write this stuff down and even like um, all my horoscopes this month are like you have to do a lot of journaling and I was like we'll see about that because I just it takes so much time and my handwriting so legible but then I started doing it and it was like I just need to like get the stuff out and think about it because it doesn't actually make any sense for me to be like oh I see so clearly what a solution could be now I wish I could go back in time and tell us that but then I was like there's no way I would have come up with that I know then like I had to do this in order to even like have this realization so I just keep going in these loops but like when I first reached out to you to be like, oh, I have more stuff to say on, on your podcast about, like, you know, sexuality and all this stuff, it was like, I had sort of, like, for lack of a better term, like, an argument, or, like, uh, not, I don't even sound like a term, like, a misunderstanding with someone that, like, I went to the park near my house to kind of write about it, and I had this, like, realization that I've kind of had before, and I never really, like, gave it any thought, because I was like, oh, it doesn't really matter. But, like, I really feel like the concept of sexual orientation is not, like, enough for people. And I've read before about the concept of romantic orientation, and I feel like no one ever talks about it or, like, yeah. like shares it. But it's kind of like yeah. this idea of, like, who who do you want, like, to live with or your long-term partner to be, like, to shack up with and to, totally. you know, versus, like, who you want to have sex with. It could be, like, exactly the same for a lot of people, you know what I mean? I'm sure that it is. Yeah. But it also, like, isn't the same for a lot of people. And it's been on my mind more because, like, the more I meet other poly people, it just seems very clear that, like, you know, our model of, like, finding this one person that's going to be, like, totally sexually compatible with you, also you can live with them, they were, also yeah. they're your best friend, also they support you emotionally, also they share your interests and hobbies. They that's were just like, talking about that on Chosen Family. Do you yeah, ever watch that no. or listen to that podcast? It's on it, TV. Like, it's, pretty, like, yeah. it's a pretty tall order to fill. Yeah. And so, like, some people, you got something plant-like in your hair. Like, a lot of people, like, have done it and can do it, but it's also kind of, like, a really unfair assumption for people to live with that they have to find someone who can, like, check all these boxes. And so, and a lot of, like, um, okay, so last time on our podcast, your podcast, sorry, on our conversation, um, but, but if your podcast ever goes on the stock market, I do want some shares in it. Okay. Um, we were talking about how, like, a lot of poly people get into that world through, like, chronic infidelity that they can't seem to stop right. and then they're like oh yeah I can't have like be with one person right mm-hmm. but then also I've come to realize just by talking to other people that a lot of it is just like you love this person they're so great they're so great in all these ways but you're just not exactly sexually compatible so yeah. you're like why don't we just have sexual other people and it just seems like it makes so much sense to me and I realize it's not for everyone and not everyone should try it and everything even though I did try to say that before Yes. But like, <laughs> but and we know how that happened. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, that is such, like, it's another option for people that are like, it's all so good, except that one of us or both of us has to, like, not quite be happy in this area. So, like, let's yeah. fill in the gaps with other people or whatever, right? Totally. So, anyway, and, like, not to tell other people's stories, but that's just what's been on my mind. And I've been thinking about, like, you know, in the future, like, what kind of partner do I want to live with? And I was, like, really miss having a girlfriend. 
but like only in like the living together part. Like I really miss living with another woman. Yeah. And then also historically, there's all this kind of like this model of like ladies living together, like they're friends. Are they friends? Yeah. Totally. You know what I mean? Totally. Like they're very very close friends. How very very close are they? Yeah. You know and stuff like that. And uh, and I was Wait, like, yeah, I think I have. Do you mean you want to just live with another woman or like be in a relationship? Yeah, like be in a relationship. Yeah. Like, so, so like also have male partners. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I think for me there's like it's two separate like things, yeah. like romantic orientation and sexual orientation. And I also feel like a lot of people, like just this concept, like okay, if you think about a, a bunch of years ago, uh, well for me it was in university, but it seems to be like only recent years, years ago, people are now getting into this idea that like gender is something we created and like sex is something that's like about your body. But yeah. both of them are not maybe black and white as much as we thought, right? Yeah. And I think it's the same thing is going to happen with sexual orientation, where it's not this, like, big umbrella that covers all the things that have to do with how you, you know, who you love and who you want to have sex with and how you want to have sex. It's, like, not, not this big umbrella, but it's, like, one part, and then there's these other parts. Also, just in the same way you can have one gender orientation and you can have a biological sex that are, like, the same or different. Yeah. But you can have these different parts that are the same and, and different, too. Yeah, that's a good <clears throat> prediction. Yeah, and it was kind of just like when I wrote about it, the first time I actually like wrote it down because I had thought yeah. this before and then been like, no, whatever. It's I don't even know why. Maybe just wasn't ready to think about it or whatever. Not the right time. That's and then what I was it, like, after I've written this down, I'm gonna go tell Mandy about it and I'll say it out loud and see yeah. how that goes. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a really huge um, I don't know like epiphany I guess or awareness because then that helps clarify what you're seeking and, and what you're doing and, and looking for. And also does help explain, I think, some of the issues yeah. that you two had that led you to this. So. Right, which is why now I'm like, oh, I wish then I would have said, but I didn't even like have the words to articulate it. So it's like, I don't know, like I feel guilty for like not realizing stuff and I now realize, even though I totally yeah, intellectually that's... understand that you have to realize things on a certain timeline and like in certain circumstances you can't realize stuff. Well, and, and like ones... probably you breaking up gave you this I know, I know. And that's actually just a bummer. It is. It's necessary, bummer. but it's like still yeah. sad because, yeah. And I mean, and also it's like, you know, I I feel like a certain kind of like, I don't know, a certain kind of pain, for lack of a better word, like when I can see a solution so clearly after the fact and I can't go make it happen, or like I can see a solution so clearly for myself but someone else doesn't agree that that's the yeah. way to go or something like that, right? So, anyway. Yeah. That's, that's that. So it kind of changes the uh, terminology because you had said to me that like one of the issues was like having a primary or not yeah, yeah, yeah. and that really hinges on the idea that there's this one one person one yeah, person that's gonna be your main person right main for squeeze. everything and yeah. so it's not that you don't have a primary person for something yeah yeah, yeah. it's just not yeah a like when I think thing. of like living with a boyfriend and like ugh snoring like gross yeah <laughs> I don't even want like I'm right. just like come over and then uh. go away <laughs> like take yourself home to your wife or wherever you live um <laughs> yeah, like, and then I can sleep by right. myself. Yeah. It's actually, it's, having the bed to yourself is pretty dope. Um, right. But I really enjoyed sharing my bed with a girlfriend, usually, when yeah. I wasn't getting smacked in the face. Um, right. By flailing, sleep flailing. Anyway. Um, this is really good. Yeah. And I've really been thinking so much, and, like, sometimes I think, I 
think a lot. Sometimes I think, what is it no. like to not think all the time? Is it enjoyable or is it boring? <laughs> I just wish I could like take a break. Well, what but, did you do at Vipassana? I thought constantly. Like, but, it didn't stop. <laughs> but you were trying not to. I mean, at times, yeah. Okay. yeah. I think you need to do another Vipassana. <laughs> I know, but I don't want to go in the summer because of the mosquitoes and not having uh, the requirement to not murder things. It's very hard when there's mosquitoes around. Right. You can um, use my new sunscreen or my new uh, bug, bug spray that you well, invented. Well, it's like yeah. bug cream. Well, now I have to figure out, now that I live by myself, I need to figure out, like, my cats and everything. Like, the, yeah. it was nice the first time I went because right. I was like, I'm leaving, bye. And then I just left. You know what I mean? Anyway, I do, I do want to go again. Uh, I can't believe it's actually been a year. See, I was originally going to go in the fall last year, yeah, and then um, it didn't happen. And then I was going to go in the winter, and then everything went to shit, so I didn't go. Right. But I mean, I'm winter sure. was nice. I went in the winter; it was fine. Yeah, it'd be cool because it's like, what else Not, are you doing? Yeah, you exactly. Just wrapping yourself up with blankets, sitting on cushions—like it's a perfect winter activity. Yeah, and I always feel like I'm fine to be lazy and cozy in yeah. the winter. Whereas yeah, you in don't... the summer, I'm like, I want to go run and do things. Yeah, the no exercise thing is kind of a bummer. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, I've been thinking a lot about like, what is it that I want in life? And I'm trying to like, like not restrict myself from imagining something that of my own invention. You know what I mean? So instead of thinking about like, what I've done before, what other people are doing, I'm trying to be like, what is it? Totally creative. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy because the thing about monogamy that makes it easy is that you don't, you're just like, well, this is how it's going to be. Yeah. Right? And then, Isn't this what Scylla said? You're going to create a new... But that it was about my work. Right. But she also said there's no more boundary between my personal life yeah, and work I life. Know. So I I, know. I'm sure it has something to do with that. But, like, I don't know. Yeah. I well, need to figure that out. I mean, I actually, even just, like, if this... I'm sure this will all come out in your work. But it's, like, that's, like, ultimately really what we're trying to do as life coaches is help people create the life they want yeah. right and not model someone else's like you can look at to other people for examples but yeah. you're not modeling someone else's you're actually just picking the elements that you need for yourself yeah, yeah, yeah. so you need to do some like intense life coaching for yourself yeah yeah i feel like that's all i do like Ooh, or i can coach you and we could record it like we already <laughs> are doing and it oh, can go damn. on our coaching series that i we guess need. we could do that make a new one of those um and I and I I feel like so I've, I've basically decided lately like I'm pretty much only going to date poly people one because okay. like I don't want to have to explain and like whatever yeah explain all this and how to be and, and I'm also worried about like people that are like oh yeah sounds great but then it's not great for them and I don't really want to deal with that because yeah. I don't have the capacity for that right now and um also like bisexual guys so the best I've decided this is my theory. Yeah. Because like being a bisexual man is like the least cool queer right. identity to be. Because gay men are like will pick a lane. Yeah. Straight women are often like pick a lane. And I know I'm not I'm not speaking from like my own experience. I don't know what this is like. I'm like reiterating what I've heard from other bisexual men. But then so it kind of strikes me as like to be out and be able to talk about this in this context where like a lot of people are straight up to your face being like I don't believe you yeah. are who you are. You have to be like at least a well enough adjusted person to be able to like handle right. yourself in that situation, right? Yeah. And and I, and it's like this mm. really good perspective on like all these different identities, or like right. not perspective on, but like empathy for other people's yeah. stuff because it's like that all the stuff about gender and masculinity is like wrapped up in this, like yeah, 
like it's less manly to, like it's almost like more masculine to be like a straight guy or a gay guy yeah. like to pick either end of the spectrum yeah and then yeah so anyway us bisexuals just get erased <laughs> all the time but i also think so i've been like having my ear to the ground of like you know listening to podcasts and like people on instagram and it's really like just the other day like i follow this account on instagram that doesn't have anything to do really with sexual orientation it's like a feminist blog mm-hmm. and she wrote this whole post about like um being bisexual and not feeling queer enough and not fitting in and not feeling straight enough and all is that the one you like, sent me um, or no, did I send it you to sent me an article. It wouldn't have been. No, I don't think I sent you that one. But I was just like, the here it is again. Like it just keeps coming up because I feel like this is the last um, kind of like within the queer community. Like, really? Well, the the last kind of like thing that needs to like that people need to get on the right side of. Right. Like it's still kind of like okay, um, you know, to say to a bisexual person like, are you sure though? Like, are you sure you're not straight or gay? Whereas, like, people, it's not really okay to say to a group a gay person, like, are you sure you're gay? Like, have you tried other stuff, like, enough? Or, like, um, I was listening to this podcast um, where someone was saying um, that she told someone she was bisexual and the person was like, have, have you ever been in a relationship with a woman and how long? Like, as if her answer, like, depended she on whether or not that was that. legit or not, right? right. Yeah. Is like, are, yeah, are you bisexual yeah. if you don't have the work experience to go yeah. with it? And, like, all this kind of stuff, right? Um, well, so, that's a good... So, anyway, I think this is, like, question. you know, now that we're in this era of, like, you know, pride being such a big thing and such a big corporate yeah. thing and, and you know, you know, gay people and trans people really being, like, more in the culture, but, like, bisexual people really aren't as much. And, like, statistically, I, I'm pretty sure I've read articles where it's, like, most... Like, bisexual people make up the biggest chunk of queer people. Really? Yeah. But also the biggest chunk of not out queer people. Right. Especially because it is kind of like a convenience, but and also an irritation. Like, if you're in an opposite sex relationship yeah. as a bi person, you're either constantly coming out to people or you just don't do it at all. Yeah. Right? Like, so you're just like, well, I don't have to. But if you right. do, you constantly have to reinforce it with like, people. Yeah, I'm like, hey, yeah, yeah, I'm, like, look I'm, at me, that, I I'm here. I'm here with you too, or my whatever. My sexual invisibility cloak. Yeah. Anyway, so, and then also, on the other hand, too, like, when I was in a same-sex relationship, people just constantly referred to us as lesbians. Yeah. Very complimentary, like, you're my favorite lesbian couple. Yeah. And we'd both be like, okay, we're not, though. Yeah, and you know, I feel like, well, some of this, I don't know, maybe bisexual people bring it upon themselves, cause, or not bisexual. Okay, so I've seen a lot of people come out as gay, and what they... What the process often is, from what I've seen, is, well, it's just a person. It doesn't matter if it's mm-hmm. guy or girl. And it's, like, they go through this, like, weird transition of, like, being bisexual, mm-hmm. like, conceptually, mm-hmm. to justify that it's, like, well, I'm not fully lesbian. It's mm-hmm. mostly women I'm talking about, yeah, yeah, yeah. all women. Um, it's not, I'm not, like, fully lesbian. Like, I could still be with mm-hmm. a guy. And then... But, like, not wanting to use a bisexual label, you mean? Well, not wanting to label anything, not identifying yet with the term homosexual or gay or lesbian or whatever, and just being like, you know, I'm I'm just, whatever, I like both, or, you know, I'm I'm experimenting, I'm just like, you know, and then, and then they, and most of the people I'm thinking of have become, like, labeled themselves or identified as gay, Mm -hmm. um, but they go through this phase, so it's like, you know, like, either one or whatever, so then it's like wishy-washy, but it's because it's a difficult thing to come out with. Yeah, and it's also like, it's mostly other people's 
discomfort with uncertainty that like wants people to pick. Yeah. Right. It's totally. like maybe they need to take a couple years to figure out like yeah. what it is and like is yeah. that and you know like during my breakup with my boyfriend I was like I gotta figure out what I am so I can tell people so that they know and then I, I hit this wall because I was like I, first of all I was under a lot of stress it was not really a good time to figure that out <laughs> but also I was like doing it for other people I know like and when I realized I was doing it for other people I was like you know what I'm just gonna put this on the shelf and like yeah. think about it later and yeah. decide later on yeah because I don't totally. care like my life is gonna be the same whether I whatever word I picked and I was just like I felt like I needed to explain myself to other people yeah I felt like that when I had started telling people that I was with a woman and they're like so are you a lesbian and I I really never identified with that term because I think that I'm bisexual and so I would never want to just be that but it was really hard to have people like force me to say something you know but I also feel like this about gender and this is my whole issue with the pronouns it's like yeah, I identify as, like, a woman, but, like, I don't want to, like, I don't really want to just, like, pick, I mean, but I don't think I'm gender fluid, like, yeah, you know, but I'm like, why are we, why do we have to, like, pick? And then people always retort with, you need labels, because otherwise people will drink bleach. Yeah. <laughs> You're the only one who's ever said that. <laughs> I've heard that so many times. <laughs> but, so, I mean... Labels make it easier to, like, for quickly, like, totally. like you're on a dating app, so you pick this yeah. one. You know what I mean? Like, Labels are great for the brain. Yeah. They have a efficient. purpose. But then people, I, I think people need to realize, like, their own agenda and someone else's label. Like, the fact that yeah. it makes them feel better. And it's not yeah. like, because it's often like, well, you should decide. And it's not really, it's like no. about that person, right? Yeah. And people just, well, like, take ownership the, of their own agenda. That the would be other helpful. thing is, is, like, there's lots of shit that we don't fully label in this world. Mm-hmm because it's open because our brains can handle not labeling like you know we label enough things and create schemas and like categorize so that we can reserve space to do other things with our brain yeah and so this one i think is like you could give more capacity yeah if you wanted to yeah it's like okay we're getting rid of these labels because they don't work they didn't work but they functioned for some time so that we can actually start to investigate what the true nature of all this is. I was in the car with my aunt one day and she saw like an androgynous looking person and she was like, see, now I don't know if that person is a man or a woman. And I was like, if you knew, how would it improve your life? And she was like, I don't know. Like, me neither. Well, (laughs) but not only improve her life. Or do anything. How, what would it do? It would stereotype them and give and then start to give them the roles that they yeah. should have because they're either male or female. And this is my issue when we start talking about kids and how we give them these gender identities. It's like, yeah. it actually has a serious effect. I had a Tonka truck, a Tonka truck, Tonka, tonka truck? Yeah. It's hard to say when I was a kid. It was a dump truck. I thought it was so cool. I would fill it with gravel and then dump it out. And, yeah. you know, that's pretty much all you did with it. Right. And um, the same aunt would come over and she would try to get me to play with dolls and my other toys. I had I had all, I had Barbies, I had stickers, whatever. I had yeah. stuffed animals. And, and I, I actually remember this one day being like, I'm playing with my truck right now. Like, back off yeah. of me, right? And I think she, like, from a place of genuine concern, she was like, how is this kid going to grow up if she's a girl and she's touched this truck this many times? I know. Right? It's like... Obviously, the answer is bisexual, and that's why she should have pushed my parents more to get me to play with the dolls. Totally. Um, but, so, yeah, like, it, I don't know what she thought was going to happen. The, okay, I don't know either, but yeah. the, <laughs> <Nobody> <laughs> just to, knows. like, 
Um, but the other thing that, I mean, this is, we need, like, a category or a label for, like, this genre of, like, work, because... You know, coming back to this idea of, like, sexual orientation, that's just one stereotyped behavior that we do yeah. based on our sex. Like, and our it's kind of crazy. Like, everyone's conception of love is so much bigger, and yet people are like, who do you want to have sex with? It's, like, a really weird chit-chat question. Yeah. It seems very personal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, imagine a world where people are like, what specific kinks do you have, like, the first well, time they met you? But that's what <laughs> I was like, just going to say. I want to talk to you about Sexual that. Sexual orientation is actually really does address like fetishes and yeah. all that stuff too yeah so if you really want to know about sexual orientation you could give it all and yeah. it's not just about this you could give a full report yeah. yeah and so like sex is this you could start to make categories for like how do you like to be cuddled like we could live in a world where it's like people are like are you a big spoon or a little spoon and you have to like tell people if you're yeah. a bigger little spoon when you meet them yeah or, like on your dating app or whatever wasn't or, don't you have a checklist Kind I do of? have a checklist. Yeah, of all it's these. for sex stuff, though. Oh, is so it? Okay. Still, like, well. <laughs> it's still, like, limiting. Okay, um, so you have a checklist. I can make my... We can make our own checklist. Yeah. Yeah. So, but what if you made... So the checklist is based on who you're dating. But if you have this new expanded... Yeah, so or it's, you want it's basically with? a tool for, like, if you have a new sexual partner, you could... Right. The two of you could fill oh, this yeah, out yeah. together and be like, what kind of specific stuff do you like? Right before you whatever so it's like it's meant to be like this fun thing you can do together right. to get to know each other so maybe it, stuff happens. if this was like i mean that these people aren't going to necessarily be all i'm just like i want to work off this idea that we're not all all these check boxes like mm-hmm. your sexual partner your financial partner your parenting partner i mean a great yeah. sexual partner might not be a great parenting partner for those who parent it's like if you look at non-sexual relationships you know that you have some friends that you would recommend for a job and be their co-worker you have other friends that you wouldn't you know you have or like a certain type of person that you would want to work with or like a certain type of person you would want to like travel with right you know that you could like hang out with them in regular life but they're not a good travel buddy or like Mike and I are terrible travel people yeah no, no, but they, they had a... Yeah, yeah. so, or, like, someone you would be, that but, would be a roommate. But it's like, interesting, because that's okay. Because it's, like, yeah, it would be fine if I went to travel with my friends. That's right. Exactly, exactly. That's what drives me crazy about, like, people not... Um, like, this is the thing. I realize that being poly is, like, a lot of work. It's a lot of personal work, and it's a lot of time management work. And a lot of people are not going to want to do that. But it's kind of like, in every other type of human relationship... If you have an incompatibility in one area, you just get another person to do that thing with. Yeah. It's just like, without even thinking, you're just like, fine, I'll go on vacation with Bob. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, there are lots of examples of breaking these rules or the boundaries. Like, there's a lot of, you know, co-parenting things where, I mean, that's different. It's sort of kind of the opposite. They're not, they're not, they're parenting partners but they're not in a relationship they're not in a yeah. romantic relationship and they're not they're having a parenting sex. relationship yeah they're yeah. in a par- parenting relationship yeah um or like and to take that example like two people co-parenting so not in a romantic relationship so they're not and i don't together. mean they got divorced i mean they came in together to say let's be co-parents oh like that type of co-parenting yeah, yeah but we're not so in are they a living together no no okay there's there's i mean actually they can be some yeah. i've heard do but they're not yeah. romantically involved or yeah. sexually involved. it's just for the kids Although technically, I don't think it was asked if they were sexually involved, but I'm going to assume that. Right. They're just parenting together. Yeah. 
Or, yeah, and so, and then even going back to kind of like the heteronormative monogamous thing about love is that if you're not sleeping in the same bed, if you're not living in the same place, people are like, oh, that's problematic. But maybe you love that person in all the ways, and you're sexually compatible, and you happen to be travel buddies, but you just can't live together. You just yeah. can't share your space with someone else. You yeah. both need your own space. Like, and that's totally okay. Yeah, and there was a thing on CBC about that recently on, I don't know if it was The Current or just something, but they were interviewing people who were in, like, Oh, together? living uh, living apart together. Yeah. Relationships. Yeah. yeah. I think I read an article yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I just learned a new term. Yeah. Living apart together. Yeah, and there's lots of, you know, creative ways. Okay. A big part of why people live together and started living together was fi- for financial reasons. Yeah, for sure. And also sharing beds. It was yeah. because, like, beds were expensive. Were expensive. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> Not rooms like, were expensive. Because people love being in each other's faces. Or, like, everyone was like, you know what we need now that we have the Industrial Revolution? More spooning. Yeah. Like, it was just like in Willy Wonka when all the grandparents live in the same bed and all their feet go yeah. in the middle, right? Like, yeah. it was just like, we're poor. We only have one bed. Right. All the, all the old people in one bed. And all the royalty have separate quarters. Mm. Um, I want to talk more about y- your life, like what you want your life to be. So I kind of like, I mean, one day I do want to live with a partner. Okay, let's get, yeah, like one day in the future. I like living alone and I like sharing my space, but you know what I'm kind of into the idea of? Separate bedrooms, like king and queen style, right? Because it's kind of like, and also just for like doing stuff, like, um, like Virginia Woolf's whole, like, if you want to be a writer, if a woman wants to be a writer, she needs yeah. a room of her own. But also, like, living in a one-room place with another person. Yeah. If you want to get up at 5.30 meditate with someone right. who stayed up all night, you kind of need a room of your own yeah. for that, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? But so, is like, this, like, a companion or, like, a sexual partner? Um, a romantic? Like, like a romantic partner. Yeah. But I would but like to have, your... like, my own... I, I think... I. When I, growing up, I always was like, I need my own space. I knew that about myself. I always had my own space. And I yeah. always foresaw that I wouldn't be able to live with another person unless I had my own space. Yeah. And now I know that I can share my space with someone else. It's not like, it's not going to ruin me or anything. Like, I right. can do it. But I can, I, now that I'm living on my own again, I can, I'm like, you know what? I do really actually need that in some capacity. Like, yeah. not necessarily my own house, but like, I need yeah. my own space. You're on And this is something okay. that I'm trying to like, yeah, even if it was like, I had a little office, and I could do my meditation in there, and then if I wanted to sleep by myself, I could sleep in there or something. Yeah, like, like a little pull-out bed or, like, or whatever. a futon or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that, and and I feel like if I have a female partner... Um, so, and you imagine this, like, as a female? Yeah, I'm pretty... Like, right now, where it stands, like... I guess hit me up later and see how much I changed my mind. But like, I feel like I want to live with a woman again. Like, okay, that's what I do you feel do. weird saying that? No, I just feel I kind of feel self daddy because I'm like, I just did that though. So is this like the recency? Is do I just miss that right now because it's still recent? Yeah, but yeah, you know maybe, what I mean. Maybe. Like yeah, so that's just like. But generally, your experience living together was positive. Yes. Despite everything else. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And. Would you say... But you, you kind of got a disgusted look on your face when you imagine living with a guy. I know. Yeah, but yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> I guess, I, That's because I'm like, eh, I don't know. Like, maybe that will change, but yeah, it seems maybe. pretty like... Well, and so then the other thing is, it's been a, a long girl. time since I lived with a guy, so I'm like, I don't really know. Maybe right. I feel different. This is like the onion thing again, right? Like That's true. Yeah. Okay. okay. So anyway. But let's just paint it But what I would like... like, like 
I would like want to be with a female partner who is also bi and also poly, and I would yeah. want us to have our own like separate sex lives. Not to say that we wouldn't have sex together, but like, right. like okay, for example, like I I chatted very briefly with someone online who was like. My wife and I are poly, except she doesn't actually do it. She's monogamous with me, and I'm poly. And I was like, oh, I don't really... Right. Like, that doesn't make me right. feel good. That's weird to me. Yeah. Not, okay. like, in a judgmental way, but I was like, I don't know if I want to... It doesn't seem, like, equal, and I don't really want to participate in that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I wouldn't want someone yeah. to be like, oh, it's okay if you go off and do your own thing. I would want both of us to be on, like, the same page about yeah. that. You just... Like, one thing is, like, you are not monogamous yeah like that is like never yeah. gonna be part of your life yeah yeah I don't think so yeah I never want so when I was little I used to say I didn't want to get married and I would put yeah. and I kind of feel bad for marriage because I would like put all this onto marriage but now I realize it's two separate things yeah right, right. and it was also kind of like my religious education was part of that too I was yeah. like screw that and everything but now that I can tease it apart it's like to me, like, if I was with someone who was like, it's really important for me to be married, I'd be like, okay, because it doesn't matter to me. It's not right. like I'm actually against it. It just doesn't matter to me. It doesn't yeah. change anything for me. Right. As long as you can it's, still it's the idea have a that marriage, relationship. Yeah, it's the idea that this marriage is like, you only have this one person for the rest of your life and nobody else. That was the part that I didn't yeah. like about it. Right. Right? And also the Jesus part. But, <laughs> like, in terms of, like, filing your taxes together or having a certificate or whatever, like, I don't really care about that. So, oh my god, that dog looks like a teddy bear. <laughs> Too bad this audio doesn't have video. Yep. Um, okay. And, and then so also, like, and I like I like the idea of, like, the guys I've been seeing now are basically, like, we're friends, and then also we have sex. It's not like I have to make their lunch or do their laundry or, like... Right. Right, but it's not just sex. It's a relationship. Yeah, it's a friendship. Yeah. Like, a friend, like my other close friendships are, like, yeah. talk about stuff. Right. Make jokes together. Right. Go places. Right. Eat ice cream. I don't know. Would that you still do be... Right. Yeah. But it's like companionship and romantic? Yeah, I guess. But it, yeah. it's also like... It, it, it's like... Um, I think what happens is... Uh, like with me is I have, like, a big capacity for loving someone, and so if it's yeah. just that one person and I like them, I'll just, like, start, it'll just start, like, expanding. Do you know what I mean? And, like, yeah. be, like, come over every night. Why don't we just move in together? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that right. sort of thing. Right. So, like, what's good now about me dating other poly people is that's not an option. That's not, like, on the table. Like, they have a place to live with someone. Right. And they, you know what I mean? And that's good. Like, I like that. Like, that doesn't, uh, it was not weird for me, obviously, but it doesn't feel restrictive to me. It feels like, like safer for me okay. because it's kind of like we're going to see each other once right. a week right and like that's what I constraints to it yeah. yeah right because that way I won't be like why don't we just move in together and it's not about other people like I feel like I need to like put a lid on this for a while so I can like live by myself right and so it's good insurance and it's also like um, the other thing that I that I realized why so there's lots of different ways to do this and not all poly people are like um let's say, um, aware of or involved in their other partner's partners. Mm. New word right. alert. Uh, metamor is a word for, like, your lover's lover. So metamor. Like, oh, yeah. metamor. Yeah, yeah, yeah right? Okay. So it's yeah. like, you're not involved with that person, but, like, right. so it would be like, if I'm seeing this guy and he has a wife and we're friends. Yeah. That is metamor. Yeah. When you're... Right? So, like, we have extension. a social relationship, but, like, not a sexual one. Right. And I like the idea of not having to, like... Well, you don't have to hide it for, like, you know, some people might be like, oh, I don't want to hear about your other partners, even though I know you have right. them or whatever, right? Yeah. And so, I don't know, it's been, it, it has made me a lot happier to be able to be like, 
talking to someone who's like, what are you doing this week? And I'm like, oh, I have a date with so-and-so, right. this other person. And they're like, good for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, not like, oh, weird. Um, and then, or like one day, maybe we all hang out or something. Yeah. Like, that seems cool to me. I mean, I feel like you can handle that level of complexity. You, you also uh, thrive off lots of stimulation. Yeah. Like, you need... <laughs> You need, you do need lots of stimulation yeah. of some sort, whether it's like, well, intellectual and yeah. like sexual, like yeah. something. Like you need to like, yeah. you know, and so you, I, I can understand why you would need multiple people yeah. in your life like that. And I also realize why, like, for other people, that's just like way too complicated, and they're just yeah. like, I can't even like, yeah, think about how to do this. Right. But then you also, in this life circumstance, you can like retract when you need to when other things yeah. are like getting heavy in terms of like yeah. whatever your work or just other shit going on because yeah. you're not responsible to be yes. there primarily yeah. for all these other people exactly yeah and and you I, don't have to take care of them because they can get their needs met from someone else yeah but then if I want to do something yeah. nice I still have like yeah. you know what I mean because I do like to give people gifts or like whatever do things yeah um shit what was I going to say hmm. um mistakenly at those times would view that as me being like disciplined like oh I'm so busy with work right now I'm so whatever whatever but I think that was like me like dying somehow you know oh, what I mean really? like not like being so not functional that I couldn't um, like maybe being in a depression kind of I guess yeah. maybe sort of like 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 literally depressed like in a lower state so you didn't of, like, get energy. pleasure from things you normally get pleasure from which is and also didn't seek them out and like yeah. couldn't be bothered Right. Like, and that's what I that's mean. That's like, anhedonia. Yeah, I don't think maybe depression is like the right word, but it's like loss of interest in things. Well, that's and then I would always trust to myself and be like, well, like, is this me or was that me or whatever? Right. Anyway. But actually, it was, I mean, it was you, but it was in but a yeah, not I, optimal functioning state. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think I do need like a lot more like variety and stimulation and stuff like that. But I mean, I can, I can yeah, still. Yeah, variety is a good one. Yeah. The, so I can still get shit done. This is, like, the, the thing, right? Like, never in my life has there ever been a time where I completely stopped functioning. And so now I, I can see, like, the big picture. But at the time, I'd be like, well, I'm still functioning. See, everything's fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. I look at all the work I'm doing. I look at all the whatever I'm doing. But it was like my life was out of balance. Like, I was doing all this and, like, yeah. none of that or whatever. Like, you, like, your life is about challenging the norm yeah. in a lot of ways and so it sucks because it takes a lot of energy because you're constantly yeah. having to explain yourself but just be, but you always do that yeah this it's is just true. it's just I'm chuckling because it's like what I always was like I'm a weird person like like proudly you know yeah. I mean? like I'm a unique person like whatever whatever and so I seek out other people who are like that and sometimes I'm like god I'm so boring because I meet all these people that are like so much weirder than me yeah. which of course like I'm seeking them out you know what I mean it's just funny because I'm like am I even that weird maybe I'm not weird enough um, well you are yeah and and it's a <laughs> it's just a relative it's a relative thing yeah. right yes yeah absolutely like one of my least favorite questions people ask is like 
uh, are you kinky? Because I'm like, that depends on so much, like, what you think that means. Like, someone might think that means, like, having sex on the couch instead of the bed. You know what I mean? Like, and other people are like, right. yes, I do enjoy being suspended by hooks. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm always like, I don't know, like, what are you doing? I'm just, yeah, it's just a relative, like, or if someone's like, are you a weird person? I would say, yeah, I think I'm a weird person, but to someone else, I might be like a totally normal Right. Person who isn't weird at all, or the word normal, like what does that mean? Yeah. yeah. So it was just to prove the relativity of terms, I guess. <laughs> it, was a, it was a half non sequitur. So what? Um, what do you think you need? Like, so it sounds like you had a pretty big epiphany with like. In the park, I did. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I can live with someone. I want to live with someone and yeah. have this. Like. Yeah, like, just differentiating, like, maybe this person who is my long-term partner is not, is different from these people who are, like, my casual, ongoing partners. Right. Yeah. My only question, then, is, because I realized that you brought this back to, like, how it, you wish you knew this before your last yeah. relationship ended. Yeah. Because that, that was kind of the issue that That was my Thursday issue, is I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know why I didn't propose something else. And then immediately I was like, but I didn't even know that I wanted to propose that. Right. At that time. Yeah. Like stuck in the thought loop, right? Yeah. So, is like enough of that differentiation, like enough to like right now? Do you think clarify like this is? I have one. I do have a one a long term partner, mm-hmm. and I want these types of other like, relationships. Yeah, short term. Yeah, like isn't whatever, that yeah. A, isn't that a primary and a non primary, or how is that different? It could be. Yeah, it could be. Um, I think. Um, but it's a different definition of what that looks like. For yeah, you. yeah. So for yeah, so for a lot of people, it's like. Um, yeah, I guess primary would be, like, um, you have this romantic partner and you only have, like, strictly casual, like, okay. sexual relationships. Like, not companionship-based relationships right. but you want that. Maybe. So is yeah, that... I don't know. Maybe. It could, like, yeah, I guess that's a primary. So that's not really typical. Uh, yeah, I guess it isn't, like... Huh. So, I... Because I, I guess kind of, kind of what I'm foreseeing is, like, okay... This is what actually got me thinking about it too, now that I remember this. It's like, you know how one of the major complaints about people in long-term relationships that it's really hard to maintain your sexual chemistry after you're, like, living together for so long, picking up each other's socks, and you have babies, and, like, you know what I mean? It's just, like, it's work. Yeah. Like, it's not, like, going to be the same as when you first started dating. Yeah. Because you're, like, uh, you know, you've, you've, like, nursed each other through stomach flus and, like, whatever. Like, a lot of stuff has happened that's, like, Checking not very sexy. Hemorrhoids. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and so... Um, what the hell is the point of my story? Oh, and I don't think that that's, uh, like, I think that's, like, predictable. Like, that, it makes sense that that happens to people to right. a certain extent, right? And so, I don't think it's, uh, weird to, let's say, have a person you live with where it's, like, you're, you're mostly, like, each other's companions and social support, and you have, like, some kind of sexual relationship, but it's not like it was when you first started dating, but then yeah. you go elsewhere, like, get the exciting parts of, like, the novelty... Yeah. Right. And, like, the variety of right. what you would typically experience when you first start dating someone. Right, yeah. So okay. you always have this experience of, like, having an initial relationship, which is right. very exciting. And, so that and then that improves your yes. your primary, relationship, your primary relationship whatever it's called because yeah. um, instead of just being frustrated with the situation, you yeah. both have, like, outlets and, like, also private time and space. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Okay. So. That's great. That's how I see that as being, like, a solution. Yeah. I'm actually really surprised that that's not a typical way of doing that, but I guess 
I mean, it might come down to no. I don't even know what's typical. Like, I mean, I'm kind of looking for a common. Be, I don't want to say typical. A common. Well, getting into like the research a little bit more of being like, is there is there research? A like, what does it say? Definitely there is. Yeah. Probably more in sociology. Um, but I have a degree you in could that. do this. I know. <laughs> you could do this for your micro degree. I am. Okay. Remember? Oh yeah, I know. But like yeah. this specifically. Oh, just like types of. Well, yeah, like well, not of... only this, but yeah, like, actually yeah. look at, like, I do need what to, like, are... narrow it down more, but... Yeah. But, yeah, whatever I decide to research. Like, I can't research the whole... Yeah. I think we've all been learning you can't research, like, the entirety of a topic. Exactly. <laughs> right? Exactly. So, it's like, yeah, I have to choose some kind of direction to go in, but, um... Yeah, I think, I think it is typical that people get interested in poly, whether they try it or not, because they're like, how can we have more novelty and, and excitement and stuff like that in our lives yeah. without just relying on each other for it? Um, I'm going to stop this. Do you have any final words? It's been an hour. Oh, it's been an hour. Okay, no. No, my only thought is I have to meet Victoria and Nathanville Square at okay. some point. In time. Oh, that's nice. I know. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm good. Okay. That's good for now. Yeah. Until next time. Okay. <laughs>